Welcome to Corpus Artcast, a Corpus Christi podcast. Hi, I'm Lily Grace, one of your hosts on this Artcast. We had one of our Year 10 art leaders, Declan Cooper, interview Mr Dove on what brought him to Corpus and why, how he feels the arts community has changed within the college, and how has this pandemic set back and created complications within the arts department. Um, so, sir, to start off our little interview today, I want to ask you, um, what brought you to Corpus and why? Um, so the role for the head of arts um, was was posted out and I had a look at it. And I didn't know anything about Corpus Christi College. Um, and so I looked I looked into it and I found out that, that as a college, um, first of all, I was really attracted to the ethos of the college. And then I was uh, very fortunate to, to meet um, Mrs. Caroline Payne. Mm-hmm who was principal at the time. And um, I think she'd been principal for about three years. And her vision was, was probably the main thing that, that made me go, yes, this is, this is the place for me. This is where I need to be. Um, and I kind of didn't look back. As soon as I started, I felt like, yeah, this is, I know that I can make some changes here. I know that the, that the changes the school's looking for, I, I know it suits the vision that Caroline has. I believe this is the right place for me to be. And so, yeah, eight years later, I'm still here and um, there's still some work to do. And uh, But I do believe that we've done, we don't manage to do a fair bit. So, yeah, that, I suppose what made me choose the role was, was Caroline's vision for the school and um, the fact that that's a student, it's a real student focus and a really good ethos. And, uh, you know, Ignite the Spirit is, is, is really you know, key and kind of what I believed in. And I felt like it was a really good match. In short, <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Mrs. Payne's ideas and um, thoughts for the college were all about diversity, but um, but connection within that, yeah. um, which you know drives a lot of people here um, to do better. Um, when you came to look at Corpus, yeah. was the theatre an idea back then? Yes, yes it was, um, and. Yeah, that was. I'd actually done a few builds before then, um, not full theatre builds like this one. I was actually working on one when I left at a school, um, which is now called the Regent School. Um, in fact, if you go on that website, I, I, uh, they still have me as the head of arts there, even though I'm not the head of arts there anymore. It's quite interesting. Um, eight years later, they're still quoting me. Um, but the Regent School um, was uh, formerly, it was called the South Canton Community School, and they had a whole rebuild. Um, so, uh, the government at the time wanted to put a lot of money into education and arts, and that was a performing arts school. Um, we, we designed a new theater, nothing like the one we've got and the one we've got is amazing. Um, and I was excited by the fact that, you know, I had another, another go at building a drama space theater, um, place. We didn't know what it would be like yet at that point. Um, but that I would be actively involved in that. And I had the experience to kind of come in and go, yeah, well, you know, we need to think about a few things here, um, which was good. And so, yeah, the, the yeah, I, I really, you know, the, the, the theatre um, that we have now and, um, and now it being called the Caroline Payne Theatre, I think is really apt um, because it's, um, it kind of supports the vision that Caroline had and, and really supports what we're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, um, I was fortunate enough to be cast in Beauty and the Beast last year um, while uh, Mrs. Payne was still with us. And you could just see the joy um, in her face and, you know, watching the show and watching the students. Um, it gave her so much joy and uh, it was great to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, so 
when you know you came to Corpus, the arts department wasn't as distinguished as it is now. Do you feel as a whole that the arts community has grown in the last eight years? Yeah, I think it's changed. And really, the arts is for everybody. And um, I, I hope it's a place where students can really find themselves uh, in a safe environment um, and in a way where they can, they can really challenge themselves to, to be creative um, in, a, in a really inspiring way um, with really, really good rigour some really strong teachers, some really good teaching and learning and, um, and, and some great resources. And I think if you've got all of those things together, um, you're really supporting um, everybody's creativity. And uh, Ignite the Spirit is very much about everybody being part of that picture. There's not one person who um, can't pick up an instrument and have a go. And, and, and I'm all for that. I don't you know, my philosophy is, um, yes, there's a place for excellence and, and, and we do have our productions and we do have really, really good work and, and really award-winning work. Um, but we only get that with experimentation and, and other people trying things out. So you don't have to be brilliant to perform. You just have to have a go and, and to try and, and be in a safe enough place that you can try and fail and improve. And if, you, if you've got that, that's a great combination. And I think you know, things like, uh, when we think about the Interhouse Play competition um, last year um, and the students being involved in that. And I know there was a bit of a, bit of a downer this year because of COVID, um, but, but uh, we're gonna bring it back. But that, you know, things like that that we do where students can come along and try something out and it doesn't really matter if they're amazing or not. Um, but it's a place for them to really, really have a go at it and really have a go all the way through to the end. So it's a really real uh, event for them. Um, and, you know, from that, you, people find themselves. They find what they what they can and can't do. And sometimes they find they actually can do stuff they didn't know they could do. And so unless you pick something up and have a go, you're not going to know. So giving the opportunity is really key. And that's what I'm hoping um, as, our, as the vision develops, um, we will be moving towards a lot more as well. So that's why, you know, we say we, we had, um, uh, what is it? Creativity takes courage. And that was our motto last time. And now we've got um, listen, listen to your art. And that's, that's what we're saying that we need to do now. And it's been really timely, I think, um, having that as our pitch uh, for this year. So we really want you to listen to your art and think about yourself and your, where you are in the world and how you might you might uh, use the arts as a way of exploring a little bit more about yourself and where you, what you can and can't do. Even if you don't end up doing the arts, it's, it's important that you have a go. That's the thing. Corpus offers so much one-on-one -on -one help, um, like with the, with the bursary program and, and vocal tuition, you know, where you get um, all those hours done of actually working on your art um, through the school and how much the school offers. So it, it really does impact um, your learning and it's it's awesome to be a part of mm, thanks <laughs> good to hear yeah <laughs> good feedback um so obviously 2020 bit of a hectic year um with covid and all um so obviously the arts has taken a bit of a hit this year um first off what challenges were you faced with so we were faced with everything closing down we'd, we'd had monkey planned we had productions ready um i was actually in the middle of of, of uh, 
discussing the next musical as well. We had music theatre starting. We had some really new, really brilliant stuff that was about to be launched. And all of it, all of it, um, just the, the plug got pulled and the brakes were on and all for good reason. Um, and so I had to really re... We had to, as a, as a team, we had to really rethink about what we were doing. And uh, um, I suppose my priorities in terms of how how the leadership of the arts needed to change changed so my first priority was everyone's well-being that was that was the first priority and that was a real shift um the the and making sure that people had time to kind of cope with everything um the other one was making sure that we had our resources really well thought through because because suddenly um everything that we we would be normally spending money on had to had to change and shift and then the other one was was making sure that um that the curriculum was was really accessible and 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 worked and but not you know not to unbalance the um the well-being as well because it was a very stressful time for everybody so yeah so i think one of the things we did was really well was the team we got together we looked at the curriculum we split it apart we looked at what we could do um, we came up with a complete, like this year, we would have been teaching that curriculum had we been in um, in lockdown still, and and we had a complete four weeks, if not whole term, terms worth of curriculum already planned. And of course, things changed and things got better, thank goodness. And um, uh, although we're still not fully there, um, but we had to <laughs> we had to then pull the plug on that and, and then come back to a curriculum that we'd kind of. Re- realigned and re-looked at and that's actually changed things a lot I think it's made everyone you know reassess their teaching and and uh, I, you know there's obvious cha- obvious challenges there to to the year 12s and the year 11s and really trying to help them through which is why and this is probably a good reason why we're on here um, we have an arts festival this year so we've got the first sort of 2020 arts festival happening and that's going to be happening in week nine and that's really exciting um, because that's going to be a festival for the senior school of uh, visual artwork the year 12 dance works um, the year 12 music works and also the year 12 perspective drama works so we'll be We'll be um, having that all happening in the end of week nine and there'll be a chance for everybody to come along and and be part of that and to see what we're all doing. So that's that's really exciting. And I think, um, you know, we've had to really kind of rechange our program and look at what the priorities are right now. In the long run, will there be another production? Yes. Um, will Monkey come back? Yes. Um, and we'll be looking at recasting that at the end of this term and um, and then going back into rehearsal again, hopefully uh, with still with any sort of covid management that we need to do. Um, but we'll be trying to keep those rehearsals running along and we may even end up, you know, if we have to go back into lockdown again, depending on what happens over over east. Um, you know, there's there's some ideas I have um, in how we might keep that going. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of frustrating. I mean, because I was obviously I'm a part of Monkey. I'm I play uh, the lead Monkey, and we were so in front of schedule, and we were we were knocking it out of the park. I know, and then, I know it was great. It was going really well. I know. And then they're just like, you know what? You can go home. Um, uh, just a quick last question for me. Yeah. 
obviously we spoke a lot about Mrs. Payne. Do you see in the future you still following that vision of hers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not going anywhere. Um, the, you know, I wake up every morning, I come to a beautiful uh, space with some amazing kids, some really very talented staff and a fantastic place to work in. So, um, yeah, I can't really wish for more, living the dream, um, even even in this really challenging time. There's not many places you can go to and, uh, you know, come up with an idea and just create it on the spot and, and make it happen with with people who are willing to go along with you. So um, as long as that keeps happening, uh, I'm sure I'm sure uh, if, if Corpus will have me, I'll be I'll be sticking around for for a few more years to come. And just on that, guys, um, the Corpus Perspectives Arts Festival is on week nine. Just letting you guys know, um, there are three nights: the Wednesday, the Thursday, and the Friday, all showcasing what uh, the arts at Corpus has to offer. Um, but if you do, if you would like to attend, please, please um, book because um, there is limited spots because of COVID. Um, yes, ticket entry only. Um, so we're with it, we're having to do that so that people put their addresses in in case we need to get through to them. Um, but uh, it's uh, I think we've got 150 tickets per session. On the Wednesday we've got two sessions, so that's 150 and 150 because we can that that's the maximum amount of people are allowed in the exhibition. And then we, we're doing we're capping the same amount on the other nights as well. Um, and this is on the back also of uh, the music night, which I think is week seven. And then we've got um, week eight. We've also got the dance um, showcase kind of. Th- uh, show um, which would be really good as well so that's all happening so yeah lots going on um, and uh, you know we're, we're really trying to kind of amp things up a bit more so as we get closer to uh, getting through what's been a very challenging time for everybody so if you want any more questions answered about the music night or the dance gala please go to see either mr bradley mr pinkham or mr stevenson um, they'll fill in all the information for you um, and please try to attend because they are awesome nights and um you really you you really get to see so much talent um and people giving it their all so um thanks mr dove um for this amazing interview um so guys that's it from me um i'll see you later bye corpus Artcast is run by students empowering every learner to serve and enrich our changing world